Good morning. Good to be with you and thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's Remembrance Sunday and we'll be joining with Christians throughout the, the, our nation as we come and uh, remember and pay our respects and reflect on those that have given their lives uh, during the Great War and, and past wars to bring us our liberty. Unfortunately, my captain wasn't able to speak this Sunday, hence yours truly is speaking again. When we remember, we're looking to reflect and come and uh, pay our respects on those who have given their lives in sacrifice for our liberty and also respecting those families that gave up their loved ones to bring us liberty to this day. And it's good to do that. It's um, a powerful thing. Remembrance can be a very powerful action. So much so that again and again throughout the Bible, we are encouraged to remember, particularly remember God and remember his goodness and to reflect upon his goodness. And so it's such a powerful thing. I'd like to read from um, Psalm 77. And in Psalm 77, we read of uh, the writer or the songwriter here speaks about, first of all, how they're in despair. And as they then come to remember and reflect upon God's goodness, they end up in a declaration of great praise. That's the power of remembrance. The psalmist says in Psalm 77 verse 1, reading from the NIV, I cried out to God for help. Uh, I cried out to the God that he would hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. He's in terrible despair. Then he says in verse 3, I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. Verse 6, I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favour again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten me to be merciful? Has, his, has he in anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought... This I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his hand, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. Your mighty arm, you redeemed your holy people and the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. Then in a declaration of praise, he goes on to say, The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in a whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led us through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, through, though your footprints were not seen. And then finally he says in verse 20, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. A declaration of incredible praise coming out of the place of despair, but it came and turned the corner as the psalmist remembered. And so on Remembrance Sunday, we join and remember those and we've been led in a, a moments earlier, in a moment of reflection and silence, thinking of those that gave their lives. You know, the writer starts in despair 
but ends in worship. And that's the power as we remember God in the remembrance of God. Verse 3, he says, I remembered you, O God, and groaned. Verse 5, I thought about the former days. Verse 6, I remembered my songs in the night. Verse 11, I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your miracles. Remember, remember. And so this morning, it's good to remember to remember. First thing I want to say is this, remember. It's the first thought this morning. Throughout the Bible, God encourages his people to remember him, remember God. In the Old Testament, he gives the Passover in the book of Exodus. The, uh, the angel of death passes over those that paint the blood of the lambs on their lintel of their doors. And God says to the, and the angel of death passes over that sacrifice. And he says then to the people, celebrate this Passover. Many, many years to come, tell your children how the angel of death passed over and your God delivered you. Again, in the Old Testament, the not only is the, the Passover, but they were encouraged to celebrate and remember the crossover. In the book of Joshua, they leave as they cross over the river, the, the, the river they leave stones on the side that they've crossed. And these stones are to be a memorial of your deliverance as you have crossed over. Tell your children, God says in Joshua, to uh, remind the people the goodness of God. In uh, the book of Genesis in the Old Testament, chapter 1, it, we, we in, through to verse uh, chapter 3, we read that God gives on the seventh day, he rested, created a Sabbath, the day of rest, remembrance and reflection. And so God rested, reflect, remembered. And so to you and I, these centuries down, God wants us to have a Sabbath, is to remember, rest, reflect, intentionally think upon the goodness of God. We, in a bit, um, you know, Jesus in the New Testament, Jesus gives us the Last Supper, where he's celebrating Passover, the Passover. He presents himself that he will bleed and die and be raised from the dead and gives us the bread and the cup and says to the disciples, do this in remembrance of me. Paul continues that in his teaching to the church of the Corinthians, remembering, remembering Jesus, bring to remembrance the goodness of God. Why? Because it's so easy to forget. Don't know about you, but with me, I forget. I, I'm always forgetting my keys. I'm always saying to Helen, have you seen my keys? Seen my car keys? Always, and there's a something in the power of forgetfulness. You know, we get caught up with the pace of life. I don't know about you, but I do, and the cares of life. Um, forgetful faith becomes, in time, frayed, fuzzy around the edges, and ultimately becomes feeble. It loses its power. So it's interesting, is as we call God to mind that he seems to mend our hearts. This is the power of remembrance, why God gives us to remember, bring to account, reflect, call to heart, call to mind. As we call God to mind, remember, he seems to affect and heal our hearts. So it's important to develop a rhythm of remembrance, intentional, remember to remember. This is what we're saying this morning. We're remembering as a nation, but also remember God. Remember Jesus, remember his goodness, reflect, take a moment to stop, look at him, listen. Stop, look, listen. This is what the power of remembrance. Um, this, the second thing 
that I'd like to say is to recall. When we remember, we also recall. Remembering God is not passive. Um, it's an intentional action that brings the power of Jesus into our lives. It, it's not just a passive act of just sitting back and thinking, but it, it brings recall. Uh, because Jesus is the one who lives forevermore. He says, I am the one, I'm alive, and I live forevermore. And so when we recall, we call upon the living one. Our remembrance and our remembering and our recalling is that we call upon the ever-living one. He was, is, and is to come. That's incredibly powerful. It's not just a passive thing, but an active recalling, calling upon the very living one. His goodness, his miracles of grace are active. They are past, he died, he rose and now lives. And so that we can affect our present. And how about this? We have going to hope also into the future. This is the power of calling and recalling as we remember the goodness of God and who he is and recalling it to our lives. What he did then, he can do now and tomorrow. Isn't that amazing? That's incredible. And so it's living, active remembrance. Not a passive thing. It's a powerful thing as we come and we recall the wonderful living presence of Jesus. And finally, we know when we remember, as we begin to recall, it brings me to my final point, we become renewed. And with this, we'll be closing in a moment or two. We become renewed by remembering and recalling what God has done in us and in others and in our lives in the past. Uh, we, we can also be renewed in the present and have hope for the future that touches our hearts and our minds. It's as we uh, remember and recall that faith is restored. Do it again, Lord. You did it then. You're the living one. You can do it now. It's incredible. It's amazing. What becomes frayed around the edges becomes flamed. Our passion and zeal can come again. If he did it then, he can do it now. And if you do it now, you can do it tomorrow, God. This is the power of remembering recall brings renewal. And our faith can be restored. Not only is our faith restored, but also our joy can be uncovered. You know, this is the joy of the Lord is a strength. And so we can grow in strength and courage as we remember and recall, we become renewed in strength and a sense of courage. Maybe you're feeling that there's a sense of gloom with lockdown and what's the, what's the future? Is there light then to the tunnel again? But we can come as we call upon God and be renewed in heart and mind and soul. Not only is our joy uncovered, but our hearts are turned from despair uh, towards hope and ultimately worship and praise. You, you read the, the psalmist in the, in the reading, the quite long reading, lengthy reading at the very beginning of our time together this morning, where it says the psalmist was in complete despair at life around. Where are you, God? And, and then he begins to remember and recount and recall the goodness of God and his power and his miracles. And as he begins to do this, his heart is strangely warmed, his mind is renewed, faith is restored, joy is uncovered, and he moves to a place of hope and a declaration of praise. Read it for yourself uh, again, maybe perhaps later on. 
Our hearts can be turned from despair to hope and worship because we are calling upon the living one. His name is Jesus Christ, who is alive forevermore. He did it then, he can do it now. A man called uh, pastor and teacher, Sammy Tippett, said this He's about renewal. He said, revival is not the discovery of some new truth. It's the discovery of the grand old truth of God's power in and through the cross. It's important and powerful to remember, to remember him. And on this Remembrance Sunday, as we join in our nation and remember and reflect on those that gave their lives to bring us liberty, whether it's the Great War and other wars, and we thank them for that, and we learn and reflect that we don't want to see that ever happen again in how we live our lives. Let's remember to remember the goodness of God, who Jesus is in our lives, the power of his resurrection, what he's done in your life and my life, and what he can do again today, and importantly, what he can do in our lives tomorrow to give us hope for the future. Let's remember to remember. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, in the communion, you say at the Passover, do this in remembrance of me. Bring me to your living memory. What you did then, your resurrection, your death and resurrection, we pray do now with resurrection, hope, life and power, breathe life, hope and power into our hearts as we just reflect on your goodness and reflect on your love and remember your sacrifice. We pray that do it again, Lord. Release us again, show favour, grant mercy, touch our hearts, heal people's lives, release courage, restore hope with people's jobs and livelihoods. In your resurrection, goodness and mercy, we pray, as we turn our hearts towards you, restore our nation's heart and mind and soul. In your goodness, we pray for your love and your power. In your name, we ask as we seek to remember to remember you today and develop a rhythm of remembrance in our lives. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Adrian, for sharing his day. Let's remember to remember, shall we? Um, so we're coming to a point of our service where we're going to take communion together. So let me encourage you in your homes right now to have your bread and your juice at the ready. Um, we forget things, don't we? Uh, we? We forget lots of things. I've got a terrible memory sometimes. We forget our passwords. We forget our na other people's names. We forget where we put our keys or our glasses. Uh, maybe we forget even where we've parked our car. Uh, we forget and we need reminders and we need reminders to help us to remember what God has done for us for, to, for his faithfulness to each one of us and as we remember today this sacrifice of many uh, this remembrance Sunday service communion reminds us of Christ's death it says in Romans chapter 6 verse 10 uh, that the, the death he died to break the power of sin once and for all. We're reminded of Christ's death. And Jesus himself called us to remember uh, what he 
uh, has done for us. So let me uh, remind you of those words uh, that we find in Luke chapter 22, verses 19 to 20, where uh, Jesus uh, gathers the disciples for the Last Supper. And he says this, For he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. And he took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. So as Jesus commanded us to, this morning we, on, in our homes, across our homes, we are taking communion together to reflect and remember what Jesus Christ has done for each one of us, for his sacrifice for the many. Let's just come before we take our bread and juice this morning and give thanks to Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your ultimate sacrifice. As we've read, the death that you died to break the power of sin once and for all. And Lord, as you called us to remember, I pray that this would be a precious moment right now across our homes, across this area as we reflect on who you are, what you've done for us, and the hope that we have in you. We thank you for your blood and your body that was bruised and bled for each one of us. Cause us to uh, remember today. We come with gratitude in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So let me encourage you in your homes in this moment now to break bread together in remembrance of him. To take the cup and drink it together in remembrance of him. We're going to play some music and give you opportunity in your homes to take communion together.